Hello and welcome to our church. On behalf of the Kozak family, we want to welcome everyone today. Thank you for taking the time to come and support the Kozak family and all the individuals, friends, uh, members of the community. We appreciate your presence here. And we came to the right place, the house of the Lord. When there is time of travel, time to mourn, time to find peace and rest, this is a good place to come to. Here is where the blessing is given. And when we open the word of God, it's where we can find reassurance to understand that even dead is not the end. So today we will remember Phyllis as how she was, a good friend, a good mother, a good grandmother, a good member in our community, a leader, but also a daughter of God. A woman who trusted in God's promises and hold on to his hand even until the last minute. A woman who left a legacy for us who's now able to say my race is finished, the day is over, but who has given us now a path to keep on walking. Truly, she's the one who's holding the family together. Her example, her way of doing things, her teachings will continue. And today we will take the time to remember her and to also praise the Lord for all the good times we were able to live together. It is also a time to rejoice in the midst of sorrow. Because truly God won another soul for heaven. And she's now waiting for that beautiful morning. When the sky will open and she will be called by name. And today, God is going to talk to us as well. So whether you came because you really wanted to be here or somehow you end up here this morning, God is going to talk to you as well. He always does. So may we all have a humble spirit to open our hearts and to allow God to touch our lives too. I know Phyllis would want that. She was always looking out for other people as well. So let's have a word of prayer as we open our service today. I also want to welcome those who are watching online. We have a number of people who are connected on our live stream. If you were to share that with others, it would be grateful so they can also see it. You can find us on YouTube and on Facebook. And I know their member, members of the family are going to be watching it online, so you're also welcome. Let's have a word of prayer as we start our service this morning, this afternoon. Heavenly Father, we come to you seeking peace and comfort. Understanding that there is no other place where we can find words of truth and life unless it's with you. We come to remember Phyllis and to support the Cossack family because we love them and you love them. 
And we also come to tell you, Lord, that we need you in our lives. So as we open this service, may you come through the power of your Holy Spirit and comfort the hearts of those who came today, those who are watching online, those who couldn't come and wish they were here. We pray, Lord, that your presence will be felt in this service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are going to hear a very special song that Phil is loved. You're going to see the words in the screen. And whoever would like to sing it, you can sing it along. But Rita is going to play this special piece, which is titled, All My Hope on God is Founded. Amen for that. All my hope on God is founded. Let's listen to it, please. My hope in God is founded. And there is a funny thing about giving a pastor a mic. He hardly stays quiet. <laughs> and, and yes, when we come to the house of the Lord, we need to open the word of God. And that's exactly what we're doing right now before we go into the slideshow. We have a very special slideshow that's been prepared by, uh, by the family. Kashlin. Who's Kashlin? Right. Oh, thank you. Who is the granddaughter that prepared the uh, brochures? 
thank you so much. Haven't they done an amazing job? When I came to, to Pam, I said, Pam, how can we help you? She said, don't worry, the girls are helping in. I said, it's amazing, it's great. It's great to see a family coming together and especially for your grandmother. Now, I need to tell you a little bit of what Phyllis believed because this wouldn't be a very special moment if it wasn't because the hope we have. We have a hope. And that's exactly why we're able to not only remember our loved ones, but in a sense, we also get to celebrate. We get to celebrate the life of someone who lived on the hope, who understood how their lives can be founded on the hope. See, as Christians, Whatever denomination you, you, you may uh, believe on. Our Christian walk only makes sense if we understand the hope we have in him. If it's not because of that hope, all our beliefs makes no sense. And Phyllis understood this. Months ago, she came to, to my office. And as she was battling cancered she said pastor I want to be anointed and I said Phyllis yes I want to help you with that and we sat in that office and we went through the process of understanding what anointment was and I was able to explain to her that ultimately when we anoint someone what we're telling God is we are in your hands and we are willing to accept your will in our lives we give you full authority to do what you know is best for us. I understand it's not easy. Because on this side of the, of the universe, understanding God's way is too complicated. His ways and his paths are not the same as ours. They are much higher. His vision is much broader. He can see a full picture. I can only see a minute, a moment, an hour, an event. But he's able to see eternity. So please do not lose hope. When moments come to your life and you're not able to understand exactly why. Or why your family member or your loved one is experiencing pain. Let me tell you that's not the end of the chapter. God is able to see a full picture. While you and I are only able to see a narrow part of that vision. And in this case, when she came to my office, she said, Pastor, I want to be anointed. I said, yes, Phyllis. What ultimately she was saying is, I accept the full picture you have for my life. And that's not easy to do. That only comes from someone who has understood who Jesus is in her life. That only comes from someone who has under, understood what the walk means. Not only the talk, but is actually willing to take the road next to him and allow him to lead. As I said, God is going to talk to you. And when I said allow him to lead is because oftentimes... We are the ones leading. And oftentimes we feel like we know more. But let me tell you 
if you allow God to lead your life, you will not be disappointed. See, Jesus said clearly, let not your hearts be troubled. You believe in God? Believe also in me. And I tell you, I was able to read some of these promises to Phyllis. And I was able to share with her more than anything to remind her because she knew them already. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. I go there to prepare a place for you. See, Phyllis understood that this was not her final home. She understood that we are only transitioning in this world. There is a better place that is being set and prepared for us. She believed in this promise. She believed in the promise of the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 9. See, the disciples are sad because their friend is living Jesus in the Mount of Olives is ascending unto heaven. And they are looking up to heaven and thinking, when is he coming back? What is it going to happen with us now? Is he leaving us alone? Is he ever going to be again with us? And as they are wondering what's going to happen with them, two angels come along the multitude and said to them, Men of Galilee, why are you looking up to heaven? The same Jesus that you're seeing ascending right now, he is going to return in the same manner. You're going to be able to see him coming down in the clouds. Jesus understood that we, can't, we couldn't be alone. He said, I go to the Father and I will send you another helper. The spirit of truth. He said to the disciples, I am with you even until the day, until the end of the age. You're never alone. Phyllis was never alone. God was with her. And you could tell that God was with her. Because unless you knew she was sick, you wouldn't even be able to tell she was going through a treatment. Always smiling. That attitude, you know. She left me a voicemail right after she came back from the hospital. And she said, Pastor, I'm back home. You better prepare some of that Mexican food and bring it over. Because I want to try it. <laughs> that, that was Phyllis, you know. She wouldn't ask. <laughs> but I love that about her. I, I love that she was just direct, you know. She would tell you in your face how she saw it. First time I walk into the church, you haven't been here in a while. When are you going to be here? <laughs> so Phyllis, yes, I'm going to be here next week. See, she was direct. But she also understood who Jesus was next to her. And she was able to share that joy with other people because she had her faith founded on him. And this is one of the legacies she's leaving us now that we may remember that we may pursue as well. You want to experience some of that joy, some of that hope, some of that strong faith she had. Believe in him. Do you believe in the Father? Jesus said, believe also in me. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Yes, in the world you will find many, many obstacles. But do not worry. 
I have conquered the world. I have overtaken the world. Jesus is in control. One day, Revelations chapter 1 verse 7 says, We will. Revelation chapter 1 verse 7 says, Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him. Even those that pierce him, all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. He will come back. Phyllis believed in this. This is why we are in a church today. This is why we are here. Because her faith was founded in this truth. Even in her bed, you couldn't take that peace away. My peace I give you, my peace I share unto you. Not like the world gives it. See, there is something important about that peace. Number one, the world cannot give it to you. But number two, the world cannot take it from you. It only comes from God. And this is what Phil is believed on. That's why when I think about her, and I also cried. Because in this world, we do see lots of mourning, pain. And this is one of my prayers I always have. Every time I walk into a new place, a new district, a new church. I say unto the Lord, keep him alive, Lord. But even when we go through painful moments in our lives, we must remember there is a loving father who's wanting to clean and to dry our tears, who's paying close attention to what we're experiencing. Time after time, I could hear Phyllis not only praying for her health, but she would pray for every one of her family members. Asking God to share his blessing on her loved ones and on her friends. Phyllis was a servant of God. You would always hear her on the hallways, back in the potluck area, serving the community. A woman who understood what was to have a heart of a servant. We must not let that memory go away. We must take stand for that and continue. We must tell the world who she was and how she spent her days. We must allow others to understand where we come from. One day... When I left my house, my father said unto me, son, you're leaving the house today. I was 20 years old. And he said, you make sure you put the family's name high. 
Because wherever you go, you're not walking on your own shoes. You're walking on the path that someone else paid for you. Wherever you go, God will bless you and God will help you. May God bless us all today. And like autumn turns leaves, winter will be cold on our necks, snow in our hands, whenever she goes. All that I know about us is the beautiful things, never less. That's why fireflies Like autumn turns leaves, winter will be cold on our necks, snow in our hands, wherever she goes. All that I know about us is the beautiful things, nevertheless, that's why fireflies live.
Myself, This time the family has asked that there be an open mic and I just want to say it's been a privilege for my wife and I moved back here for seven, about seven years ago. We've had Phyllis many times in our home and we spent a lot of time just sharing and her love for Jesus was amazing and she truly was a beautiful lady inside and out. So at this time we're going to have open uh, mic for people to share 
we'll try to save time for those um, who want to speak here. We don't want to hold it up too long. And we've got a mic, I think, available for those who don't have such a loud voice like me. Gary has it there. And those who have a good voice, if they want to stand and share at this time. Linda. Okay, Linda. Is it on? Yes. Okay. I'm Linda Adams from Alberta, and Phyllis and Roy, my sister, was having a hard time. She was doing foster care, and she had some pretty difficult kids. And Phyllis and Roy came out there to help them. I think they came out two different times and maybe stayed like four or six months. And how wonderful they were. How wonderful she was with those kids. They all loved her. They still talk about her. Some of them wanted to come to the funeral. Uh, they liked country music, and Roy and her would sing together. Mm -hmm. It was just awesome, and we had many, many a meal together. It was wonderful. That's awesome. I, I could see she's great with kids. Did you see her crying with that one child? I thought that was really great. <laughs> totally. Okay. Thank you very much, Linda. Hi, my name is Clarence Culp. My wife, Suzanne, and my son, Samuel. I can say that we loved Phyllis, and that Phyllis loved us. But the most important thing that I can say about Phyllis is that I know that she loved the Lord. Yes. Every morning, she, wrote, she read this psalm. It's a short psalm, and I want to read it for her because she can't read it right now. Psalm 91. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked, because you have made the Lord who is my refuge. Even no evil shall befall you nor shall any plague come near your dwelling, for he shall give you his angels' charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. You shall dread, tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot, because he has set his love upon me. Therefore I will deliver him, I will set him on high, because he has known my name, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Amen. We loved Phyllis, and she loved us. Thank you. Thank you, Clarence. Beautiful. Amen to that.
My name is LaVoy Fuller, and I knew Phyllis and Earl when they first got married. Um, I just have a cute little thing about Earl's mother. They were off to church in the wagon, and Geneva, I think was her name, she said, turn around, turn around. I have to go back and wash the dog dish before we can go to church. And the other thing is, Phyllis loved ball, and so did I. And I, wasn't, I was on a different team than she was. And when it was our turn to play her, I feared her. She was <laughs> wicked. And I was so thankful when she became a Christian Adventist. Mm. Oh, thrilled me. Thank you, LaVoy. Amen. That's awesome. Uh, my name is Michelle Nichols. Uh, about three years ago, uh, my mother convinced me to go back to school and become a carried. And the course for that took place at the local TRU, which happens to be about, I don't know, half a block from Phyllis's house. And I looked at the price of parking, to park in the parking lot just to go to school. It's like, I gotta find somewhere to park. And Phyllis said, well, you can park in my driveway. And then it was just a short walk to go to my classes. So I got to park there every day, and every once in a while she would stick her head out the door and ask how my day had gone, how the classes were going, and she would tell me that she was praying for me, and just it really encouraged me along. Was She always had a happy face to greet me with. Amen. That's for sure. Thank you, Michelle. Hi, I'm Shirley. I'm Mark's wife. And uh, we knew Phyllis back when we lived here in the 80s. And she has always and will always hold a very special place in our hearts. As I was reviewing some of the messages, I would get regular messages from Phyllis. Words of encouragement, support, love all the time. If uh, Mark did a message for the church, you can be rest assured that afternoon we got a message from Phyllis. Um, if I would share words to the church family, Phyllis was always, always there. She touched many, many lives in this church, in the community, at the hospital. I, one of my co-workers are here this morning and uh, used to work with Phyllis back in the day, and there was many that did and have always loved and appreciated her. Friday, before she passed on, she was being wheeled by my office at the hospital there, and her smile just, I will never forget that smile. It's imprinted into my mind and my heart. She was, didn't matter how much she was hurting or suffering, like the pastor had shared, you, you never knew. She was always such a joy to many, and we will truly miss her. Amen. Thank you, Shirley. Hello, my name's Rita Corbett, and uh, I always thought I was really a special friend to Phyllis until I met some of you, <laughs> and I found that you all felt you were all special friends of her, too. What a wonderful legacy she left with that. 
And one thing I especially remember about her, no matter what was going on around her, when you were talking to her, she was focused on you. Mm -hmm. And I see lots of heads nodding there. Mm -hmm. I visited with her the week before she went to sleep. And the last thing she said to me was, God is so good. Mm -hmm. And that is what she has left for all of us. And I look forward to seeing her again. Amen. Thank you, Rita. anybody else it's the family that asked for this time for you to share so if anybody else has you're free to stand up and share we appreciate that and then we will close off here I just feel so blessed because I feel like I'm one of the last few people to see Phyllis Maria and I and Phyllis went down to a women's retreat at Camp Hope and uh, Phyllis had had a hip surgery just a couple of weeks, I believe it was, before, a short time anyway. And so she was on crutches and she was having a hard time walking. And I could see that she wasn't going to be able to attend many of the meetings or come down to the cafeteria for meals, so I was able to find a wheelchair for her. And I pushed her around and uh, I helped her with her physical needs and uh, she just loved being there. That was the first time she'd ever been to a women's retreat. She messaged me from the Kamloops Hospital and she said, heads up Heather, we're going next spring. She just loved it so much. And uh, she loved her grandchildren just desperately. And when I went to the house and visited with the girls, the one granddaughter said, one thing I'm going to miss about my grandma is she'd phone, or she'd text me every night and said, don't forget to pray. Wow. Phyllis touched many lives, as everyone has said. And as we were traveling home, one young man phoned her and talked for about an hour on the phone and was so blessed by her. And uh, we just all have so many happy memories. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Heather. And if I am close to her, I have a mic. I moved here it's not too long ago uh, but every Sabbath we come here with Sister Maria and she always sit here and we always sit behind her and every Sabbath she always asks me or my wife you children will sing today <laughs> so to every Sabbath if they not sing they will ask are they sing today but I hope, uh, uh, like a pastor already mentioned today, she believes in God. And one day, i not asking for my children to sing, but she will sing with my children someday. Amen. We will miss her. Thank you. Thank you, Manon. All right, I know it's shy sometimes, but it's, it's okay. You have the experiences in your heart, and uh, that is the most powerful thing you can have is your own personal experience with our sister, Phyllis. Thank you. This time, Pastor. We will sing together 
the hymn, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound. have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for letting us experience and share a time in this life with Phyllis. We pray, Lord, that you will continue to support and comfort the family, that they will hold on to that promise she believed on. We pray for our community. We pray for those who are sick, for those who are suffering. We ask your spirit to bring comfort to our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.